Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, beginning in verse 1. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they and some others came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They entered in and didn't find the Lord Jesus' body. I want you to notice that it was the women, often just like now, who first came looking for Jesus that day. At the crack of dawn, they were up, and it seems their first thoughts were of Jesus. And please note that their thoughts led to action, and that's real love. Sunday morning had come, and his followers gathered together where Jesus was. I wonder if Satan believed he had been victorious. For certainly it seemed to everyone that it was all over and that they had lost. If ever there was a time for desperation and discouragement, no doubt this was it. Yet the irony of it all is that in such a time of perceived loss, the greatest victory in history was coming with the morning sun. Verse 4 says, While they were greatly perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling clothing. Becoming terrified, they bowed their faces down to the earth, and the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He isn't here, but is risen. Now the text tells us that they were perplexed. You know, I can relate to that. I mean, there certainly are times when I can imagine how things uh, can really get bad and how things really couldn't possibly work out, how a situation can't possibly be fixed. But like these women, such thoughts come because we forget just who we're dealing with. I mean, after all, this is God, and with Him all things are possible. He is not here, but He has risen. These women had been faithful. And you know, the faithful are always rewarded with the greatest and most blessed of tasks. They were given the honor and the privilege of announcing to the world that Jesus lives. I mean, can there be any greater reason to be alive? Jesus had never forgotten any one of us, even those who have forsaken him. After all, Mark's account records that the angel also told the women to go and tell the disciples and Peter, they emphasized, that Jesus lives. I wonder if the angels all fought over who would get that job. I mean, that declaration is the greatest message ever delivered. It's the greatest news we will ever hear, for this is the gospel, the news of salvation, the triumph over death. We have won and we are free. Now notice again the specific directions in Mark's account. Go and tell his disciples and Peter. No doubt Peter, round about this time, was not feeling too good about himself. 
it would be highly doubtful at this point that he would have even considered himself a disciple any longer. Yet, despite Peter's public denial of Jesus, Jesus was not going to deny him. It's the story that has been repeated for each one of us and something we strive to live out even as a church. He is risen. For hundreds of years that message has been delivered to his true disciples, for he is living. He has gone before us through the gates of death and before us in resurrection. The second half of verse 6, we begin again reading, Remember what he told you when he was still in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered up into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now they were Mary Magdalene, Joanna and Mary the mother of James, the other women who were with him told these things to the apostles. Now these words seemed to them to be nonsense, verse 11, and they didn't believe them. For those who denied Jesus, the fact that he has arose in his living, there is forever the challenge. Produce a body and Christianity is dead overnight. I mean, from the moment of the announcement that he was risen, those against the faith of Christianity need only to go to the grave, bring out his body, and it would have ended forever right there. So why didn't they? Well, quite simply because there was no body to bring out. Jesus had told them previously that all this was coming. But had they really heard? Probably not until the time came for them to recall his words in a time of great trial. Scripture is full of God's words. He tells us clearly what is coming. But how often are we like these followers when we too fail to hear them? And like these followers, we fail to step up and live in the light of what he has said until we too find ourselves locked in battle. You know, when the apostles were told what had occurred, they wouldn't believe. I know it's a little easier for us today in the church, for we know the rest of the story. But I wonder if we put ourselves in that place, would we no doubt have had that same reaction? In fact, don't we often have that same reaction? God makes promises and we doubt them and we try to figure things out on our own. So much of what we read and what we hear scripturally can feel to us like idle tales. Oh, we wouldn't admit it, not in public. We never speak of it, but until we stand in the midst of his unfolding promises, they can seem so often to be to us just merely children's stories. Verse 12, But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the stripes of linen lying by themselves, and he departed to his home, wondering what had happened. You know, the story of Peter has got to be one of Scripture's greatest stories of forgiveness and redemption. This is only part one of that redemptive story. But secular history paints a picture of Peter as the old man of the group. 
that he was a big and tough Galilean fisherman. Yet when he was given even a glimmer of a second chance, a chance to make things right for his denial of Christ, he got up and he ran to the tomb. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.